This is the Scoop Slam Podcast. a multiple named edition of the scoop slam podcast this is the the super show the andre the giant size the uh the young bucks-esque the injury reserve episode because we're hitting the high spots we're reviewing all three shows and i think i tore a muscle in my hip and that it's been a week so we delayed our split releases. We're here doing all three at once. But before we get into anything, let me introduce my co-host. He is the Nick Jackson to my Matt Jackson. He is the Hogan to my Andre. It's Ryan. Yo, Super Show, three in one special, all rolled up. Are we gonna be able to hit all the hot spots tonight, Micah? Is that that's something we can get to. Well, if my name's Matt Jackson, well, I'll hit you with an indie taker then. Let's go. Oh, it's uh, it's been a week. So this is the uh, what is what did Punk call it? Well, the buy two get one free edition, or no? He said the buy one get one extravaganza. Talking about WrestleMania last year. How dare he? That was good WrestleMania too. It was, and I think this one's gonna be better. So let's go ahead and get really? into it. I think it's shaping up. It's shaping up well. Wish we had more matches announced. Well, and I don't know. I'm excited to see Cody and Roman. Then there's some other stuff like the I just uh, like the tag team match with the Usos, which I think we're gonna get. But like the Oscar and Bianca, especially after the build this week. Ooh, terrible. Yeah, bad. Women's build up is all well i don't know they were the rio charlotte thing kind of redeemed itself on friday at least a little bit uh, a little bit it was okay that's yeah. we'll yeah. we'll get to it but uh if yeah. this is your first time listening to the scoop slam podcast we have a reviewing system here your positives and your negatives your ups and your downs we have scoops and slams your scoops are your positives your slams are your negatives and that is all you need to know to get to this episode with us so to open us up, Monday Night Raw, March 13th, Edge started out, and he got a promo uh, talking about the Judgment Day, talking about how Finn has cost him a year, and he doesn't have time to be wasting, and this has gone on too long, which I think is some of what we've all thought about this feud, and we're all ready to see it gone. So for <laughs> your scoops for the Edge promo slash Finn Balor promo slash hell in a cell challenge ryan i'll let you start us off because i don't have a single scoop for this wow you didn't like this at all uh, I, it wasn't my favorite uh i i had a couple you know this might be edge's last wrestlemania match um uh, and him facing finn balor in the hell in a cell i mean i guess it's Worst WrestleMania farewell matches. I mean, remember Kurt Angle got that <laughs> farewell match against Corbin? Well, you got to uh, think, too, his first one was against Alberto Del Rio. So I guess it's a step up from that. Not much. <laughs> you know what? I don't know. I don't know if it's a step up. But it's, you know, his last Mania match is something to celebrate, I guess. Um, 
the theme PLE seemed to be a thing of the past too, with Hell in a Cell happening at WrestleMania, and I don't think Hell in a Cell has been announced for the new lineup they release for all the PLEs upcoming. I hope not. Yeah, I think they dropped the whole theme concept. And that's yeah, that's a bit scoop. That's yeah. And I'm yeah, you know, I just it was nice. When it first happened, like 2009, 2010-ish, when the theme pay-per-views came around, I thought it was okay as a kid, but, you know, the older I get, the more I, it makes me put on those rose-tinted glasses and remember times where you didn't know when Hell in a Cell was going to take place. You just needed it when a big rivalry needed a farewell match, you know? Yeah, and I think now it's just gotten so overdone. Because back then, I mean, you had you had bad Hell in a Cell matches, don't get me wrong. Not every one was, you know, Taker and Mankind. But it was still like, oh, that's, that was a Hell in a Cell match. Like, that's still a, a feat. Yeah. But now you've got everybody and their mothers been in one near about. And, you know, how can I miss you if you won't go away? You know it's coming around every year. I honestly wouldn't hate if they got rid of Money in the Bank and just had it at WrestleMania, too. But that's... I, I see both sides. Yeah, I, that's the only one I can tolerate is the Money in the Bank one. But when there's three Hell in a Cell matches on one pay-per-view card, man, that's that's just overdone. I, I don't like that. And there's be a, just a few happen in a Hell in a Cell match that doesn't need a Hell in a Cell. Eh, it's played out. I'm glad they got rid of it. And my last scoop, it was toward the end of the segment when uh, Dexter – and Gargano hit the ring. I like that they didn't play their entrance music to hit the ring. You know, it makes it a little more... Uh, it kind of kills the the trope where you got to hit somebody's music to go help your friend. Yeah. I like that. I didn't think, you know... I think at that point I had already checked out of it, so I didn't think anything about them not hitting their music. But, I mean, I agree. That's a positive... For me because i can't stand that but at the same time it's one of those things you know check your hat at the door yeah and uh it's not really a scoop but i thought it was worth mentioning dexter loomis kind of impressed me in the that little tag match they had afterwards yeah i don't think we're gonna hit on it as much um as i kind of ah. joked about earlier we're just kind of do we're gonna do some of the bigger moments of this week just because, you know, we got to cram three shows in one and we don't want to be sitting here talking for five hours. Um, so, uh, but I agree. That's the first match that uh, I've seen of his, I think, that I've really sat down and watched. And he looked pretty good. I, it kind of shocks me that he is just a lackey to Gargano and everybody's like, Oh my God, Johnny Gargano is such a good wrestler. But like this Dexter Loomis is just, Oh, he's just a gimmick guy. I think he would do well in judgment day. I'd rather have him than Finn. He's a big dude too. Yeah. Jack. He moves well in the ring. Hey, Elias, Ezekiel, Boogs, all of them work out together, I guess. But yeah, um, no scoop there, but worth mentioning Dexter is a, He's starting to become one of my favorites on Raw. Scoop Slam to prove. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what you got? You got any slams? Uh, oh, I got three of them because this segment wasn't Scoop Slam approved. 
Edge bothered me because, and I, I don't know, man, his run since he came back, which, again, I didn't start watching again until, like, 2022. I mean, I paid attention to it, but I didn't actually sit down and watch Raw and SmackDown and stuff like that. Um, Man, I just have not enjoyed his run as much as I thought I was going to. And it bothered me because he was like, I want to settle this this week. I'm sick of this. So I'm going to challenge you in three weeks at WrestleMania. Okay. Like, how does that settle that this week you're still going to get beat up for the next three weeks? Because that's all you've been doing for the past year. Well, yeah, but, I mean, you want to match at WrestleMania, right? Well, yeah, but don't say I'm going to settle it this week. I don't know. Uh... The other two, the crowd didn't really care for anything aside from the um, the announcement of the uh, Hell in a Cell match. Ah! And that was it. <laughs> other than that, they were on their hands. And I didn't like the Edge was like, come on. And he just sat there while three people surrounded him like, oh yeah, that's a smart thing to do. If you got three people surrounding you and it's a four-sided ring, You've got one escape route. Why would you just sit there and let them corner you? You know what I mean? Well, maybe it was a setup. Maybe he knew Gargano and Loomis were in the background waiting. I don't know. I see you're trying to patch their holes for them. <laughs> this was AEW. You would have felt the same way as I do. Well, I would have buried this if this was AEW. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. It just The segment wasn't doing it for me. I don't care for the rivalry. I, I love no. Edge as a legend, but the 2023 mm. Edge is not doing it for me. Do you really love Edge, though? I liked Edge as a kid. He was interesting. Really? I did. On I don't know. I just... I never hear anybody say, boy, my favorite of all time was Edge. Like, nobody says that. No... Nobody's favorite is Edge. Oh, okay. Who says their favorite's Christian? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. He's not my favorite of all time, but I'm just saying Christian is the superior of the tag partners. But, but that, that, that's not the point. The point is, when he showed back up at the Rumble, I knew what we were in for because Edge is just not that guy. I know people romanticize the 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 edge of 2006 and 2007, but the fact of the matter is he, I wasn't feeling him back then either. I, I don't know, man. Maybe it's just me. I think it is just you. <laughs> it can't be, man, because where's the, where's the viewers coming back to the show? The edge is on it. Well, I think part of it, too, is one, he's older, so he can't be this, like, bad boy heel like making out with beth phoenix but at the same time it's pg well it's not i don't know it's there's more restrictions than there was in 2006 they can't they can't have a live sex celebration like you did with lita nowadays you can't do that so it's harder to get that gimmick over so he's no longer the rated r superstar it's more just the hall of famer edge and but even even in 2010, 2011, what what memorable thing did Edge do? I won't let you besmirch the name of that Vicky Guerrero Big Show Edge Love Triangle. That was in 2010. 
uh, somewhere in there, 2009, because they had the blow-off match with Cena at WrestleMania 25. Okay, I like, that was like 08, 09-ish, I like that, but after that, Micah, come on, man. What, what storylines do you remember of Edge in 2009, 2010? Uh, well... You can't. You suck, man. What was Slash Scoop? Uh, no, that was or it. Slam. That's all the slams. That's that was all the slams? Yep. Okay, what else we got? Just like Edge should be. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Judgment Day and Gargano and Loomis fought after that. Uh, Judgment Day won. Predictable. Oh, my. Almost Sapiens. Get ready. Right. Rise up. I'm ready. He came to the ring, and MVP came with him, and they called out Brock Lesnar, and there was a weird, awkward exchange where nothing was said, and Omas uh, barely got Brock over the top rope, and he did a weird handshake, and that was it. So, I... I hmm. Scoops. I don't have any again. What you got though? Um, the crowd. This was the only time the crowd was invested the whole night. That's true. If we're being honest. It, it was the loudest I've heard them all night, and everybody was on their feet. So the crowd was happy to see it. I'm kind of morbidly curious as to how they're gonna do this match at WrestleMania. So I'm not. I'm not just gonna bury the match before I see it, man. I. It's, it could be interesting. One, I'll go ahead and say this. The crowd was buns, which really sucks for the road to WrestleMania. Um, yeah. I would have ate this up if they would have did this in Birmingham. Not that oh, it was a good show, you. but it was better than what we got. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree. I just want to see how it plays out. I don't think it's going to be good. But I, no. I will at least be there to see how it happens because, I mean, good Lord. One of my slams is, one, it was just painful watch in general. But, two, like, the first time these guys actually lock up, they botched. And it was almost yeah. his fault. So, I don't know. The, the joke of almost is funny. The almost sapiens and the, you know, all that. But, in. <laughs> In reality, the dude sucks. Hey. Oh, man. He's going to call him a joke like that and bury him? He can't wrestle. He's I'd, I'd take Satinum over him. Stop it. Come on now. No. Stop it. Can, don't even do that. Can almost do that crossbody? I don't think so. I've never seen him wrestle. <laughs> I've never seen him wrestle. He wrestles on... Uh... Stop it. Come on, Micah. Be for real, man. He wrestles on, ra <laughs> wrestles on Rampage. Does he though? I don't know. I've never seen. I've never seen him wrestle. No, he had one match on Dynamite. I swear he did. That was eight months ago. He hadn't even been there eight no months. Are you sure? I don't know. I know I was in class when I was watching the Dynamite he debuted on because the lights went out and I was like, "Oh my god!" And then, oh well, it's him. It was about this time last year because it was spring last time I was in college. He's been on the roster almost a year, and he ain't done nothing. Well, he's big, and he's caught Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. I don't know. This, this match sucked. Or not match. Segment sucked. Yeah. Yeah, it did. Uh, for the slams, I can get you some of those. 
Well, okay, so they're in the ring, and they, like, challenge each other to accept this match. And Omos holds his hand out for a handshake. You know, if I give somebody a handshake, I, I'm trying to gesture with my hands, but obviously you can't see me. You just kind of, like, casually put your hand out, like, hey, man, how you doing? I know I'm nitpicking. I know that sounds so stupid, but I, I could not take my eyes off his hand. He had the whole thing stretched out. Like, I don't know, man. It was, it was to show the perspective of his hand compared to Brock's head. But he didn't even put it beside bigger. it. Come on now. This ain't me, Gene. He did. He did. He did. He did? I didn't see it. It looked impressive. Mm. Oh. The, the girth of his hands looked impressive. Well, yeah. It did. Uh, I don't know. This... Can I... Can I hit you with a slam? Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. The, you said it earlier, but the... The botch. I don't know whose fault it was, honestly. It could have been Brock. Maybe he didn't get enough air time. And... Almost had to... As a train goes by my apartment. Um, yeah. Um, Omos, I mean, he eventually got him over and they did some they did some stuff to hide it when they replayed it later on in the show of one of the many recaps that we got in this show. Uh, Raw is recaps. Raw is recaps. Yeah, slam. It just, uh, it, it oh, I don't know. Well, the only really good build to me so far has been the bloodline stuff, in all honesty. Maybe, oh well. That's taking up most of the SmackDown nowadays, Micah, so I mean. Yeah, the, the Seth Logan stuff, I don't like, but I like the it. build has at least been, like, concurrent and not just, like, really yeah. weird segments, you know what I mean? The segments at least make yeah. sense. This was just stand here and Brock gets thrown over and then Brock's like, oh, well, you know, I'm done. And that was it for the whole night. Well, if you're looking for um, promo face-off like MJF versus CM Punk, you were you came to the wrong segment, buddy. Oh, I God, mean, this no. is just the this is just the monster match, man. It's gonna be five minutes in and out of WrestleMania. We're gonna see him F five Omos, and that's it. We'll probably never o Omos might get cut. I'm being honest. When they have those screen cleanings, he might be out out of here. Good. What else can he do after that? Oh. It'll be like Hogan slamming Andre. Yeah. It'll be, <laughs> you got Hogan slamming Andre. Rock you got and Hogan. <laughs> you got Stone Cold versus The Rock. The Rock versus John Cena. And yet, with all that star power, they were eclipsed by Brock Lesnar versus Omos. Hey, man, all those Omos sapiens... And the where they at SoFi Stadium will be going wild at the site of the match. I don't know, man. It's, what what else we gonna talk about on Raw? I don't know. They better rise up a GoFundMe for him after he's cut. Uh, Cody and LA Knight followed this with a really solid match. We won't hit on it too long, um, but the promo after was really good. He talked about it. Talked about Roman, talked about the match. Uh, looked like he's been 
on the rocks workout plan so i'll let you uh you know let us let us know about that cody segment that cody promo i like how they're using la night weekly now on both shows actually um I'm still, he's still my dark horse to win money in the bank. I hope he, uh, hope he can get that. Or maybe King of the Ring, man. Something big. He has, something big has to be planned for him in the next couple months. I've been hearing rumblings that, uh, cause you know, I'm plugged in all the dirt sheet. Like, <laughs> I've been hearing rumblings that, uh, management's really impressed with his whole LA night. So, you know, it, it's good to see him interact with Cody. But yeah, that promo Cody cut, that's, Something that's lacking in wrestling today, you know, just a a baby face that people actually want to cheer, and they're actually a baby face, not masquerading as a baby face when they're actually a heel. Man, this is this was great. I mean, what else can you say? I listened to the promo like three or four times. It was short, sweet, and it got me excited for the matchup. I wish Roman would be on the show more to interact with Cody, but can't be bothered, bro. He. It, <laughs> Okay, at this point, I'm a little annoyed by Roman not showing up ever during WrestleMania season. If he doesn't show up during WrestleMania season, what the heck is it going to look like after that? I'm telling you, he's probably going to take a break till SummerSlam. Bro, are you... I don't know. Is he going to retire soon? I think he's just... How scheduled is this? I don't... I mean, I think... I don't think he'll retire. I think he'll just come around for the big... Like, he'll have the Brock schedule. That sucks. You got one foot out the door, man. And he just got just good. When he hit... <laughs> yeah, I know. When he hit his stride, he's one foot out the door. But, yeah, um, I just go, on, go off on a tangent there, Mike. You got to reel me in, man. Uh, the Cody promo. Big scoop. No slams. Uh, very passionate. Great promo. Agreed. I mean, I, there's nothing I really have to add because you took the words out of my mouth. Um, just, you know... Cody works well in this environment, and he is the white meat babyface. He's right now he's got the same babyface. Now it's definitely not on the same level, but he's got that same babyface. Uh, Hogan, Luger, uh, Cena esque got to take down the terrorizing force of the WWE. But people are actually accepting it. No, usually if you're a white meat baby face in this day and age, you're going to get booed, man. Just look at Roman. Yeah. Roman was doing that for how many years and got booed out in the building in almost every arena? It just doesn't feel forced. I think if it, as long as it doesn't overstay its welcome, then it'll be good. You say it doesn't feel forced, but he literally is all over the show, and <laughs> he – uh. He was treated as the biggest baby face in the company since he got back. It, I don't know how he's doing it, but it's just, it just works. I don't know. I think part of it is that he can actually cut a good promo that I, I don't know. Because he's not my favorite, and he's not somebody that I'm like. Cody doesn't take away my sense of disbelief. I don't get lost in his promos. But it's different than when, like, I don't know, Cena would come out and he would just beat everybody and cut the, like the promo he cut on Austin Theory, it wasn't like that originally and early, but I think once he started to beat everybody and people got sick of him, that's when he lost his momentum. But 
Cena at least had the mic skills to get there. Roman didn't. And then, so he never got the crowd behind him because after the whole Shield thing, it was like, okay, what can we, you know, put our, what can we put our stock into you as a, as a performer now? And all of his feuds sucked because he couldn't cut a promo and he got cooked. And then if he did build something up, the matches suck because Roman's not a good wrestler. Roman. Ah, come on now. Oh, okay. Come on. <laughs> he has some okay matches. Some, but it's just finisher spam. It's the same thing with Brock, but Brock's like a spectacle, and Roman wasn't a spectacle then. Now he is, so that's why it works better. And he has a better well, character. Well, hold up. Now, I can't, you know, man, I never was a big Roman Reigns fan in the mid 2010s, but I can't. I, he didn't just do finisher spam. Come on, man. I'd argue he had a deeper bag than Cena did. Well, I mean, that's a low bar. People don't say Cena does finisher spam. I Okay, I will say this. I cannot remember a Roman Reigns match that I walked away from that I was like, wow, that's a really good Roman Reigns match. But that match that John Cena had with CM Punk on like a couple Raws before Mania. Now that that was Cena's like what, greatest match of all time. What about Roman versus Seth at Money in the Bank? Or Roman versus AJ at Extreme Rules. That's I mean him. he has some great he has some great matches. Well anyways, let's move on. <laughs> um yeah, Cody's over like the moon and I'm excited for the feud. It keeps progressing, but Roman needs to bring his tail to Raw and SmackDown. Uh, Seth, Miz, and Corbin did some backstage garbage, and it sucked. Seth sucks. Miz sucks. Corbin sucks. Whoa, whoa. Okay. All that bad. <laughs> I sent you that clip of the Miz the other day. If, if that Miz was still around, I respect the Miz for what he has done and what he could be. This current iteration of The Miz, no. Uh, hey, I, I agree with everything you said other than Miz, but go ahead. <laughs> Bronson Reed fought Elias. Bronson Reed looked good. Not much else to hit on that. Uh, Theory versus Dawkins, nothing crazy. Solid matchup with a nice finish with the STFU. Uh, you said something about the new entrance that theory had but i didn't catch it yeah he had like a little spotlight on him as soon as he um as soon as his music hit he had like a spotlight on him and like he was like posing and then they had different camera work for his uh entrance so uh, yeah it's it makes him like a bigger star well you're just an astute student of the game yeah, you know. I didn't even catch that. Why'd you why'd you laugh? Why'd you chuckle when I said that he beat him with the STFU? I just like that you uh used the proper term the STFU and I never could get behind the name change, but Well, that's what I grew up on, so that's what we're gonna call Me it. Me too, I learned it like that. Um let's see. Boy, Raw is flying by. Yeah. Rey Mysterio and Dom had some good stuff. I, I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I won't lie to our viewers. 
I don't remember any of that right now on the top of my head. I remember their SmackDown stuff, but not this. I don't remember that either. Did that happen on Raw? It did. Oh, no, okay. Ray came out to talk about... I sounded like way more excited than I should have been for this segment. Uh, <laughs> Ray came out to talk about his Hall of Fame thing, and then he was saying that he was hurt with Dom, that he wasn't going to be there or whatever. And yeah. That happened on Raw? Am I mixing the two? I don't, I don't remember that happening, but... If you say so, all right, yeah. I thought it was I, good. I'm, yeah, if that happened, yeah, it, it sounded good. <laughs> Whatever it was. I don't know. I watched Raw a couple days ago. I don't remember. Yeah. Seth and Corbin followed. Nope. Oh, I, the automatic skip. <laughs> Get out of here. And now, what was after this? This was the highlight oh. of the show. So... The maximum male models. Oh, good God. <laughs> the yes. internet hates them. The internet hates them so much. But boy, I get so tickled every time they're on my screen. I am thoroughly enjoying... Titillated? Yeah, I, my juices are titillated. I forgot that they even oh, yeah. used to be that, or that used to be their moniker. <laughs> um... <laughs> So, <laughs> they were backstage, and Gable had been looking around the whole night for Otis. And so, Otis is taking pictures, and they're posing, and he's like, what are you, what are you doing, Otis? And I don't even remember what Masay said, but he just, like, grilled Gable and had this look on his face like he was just the most disgust. Massey is a star. His facials are the best part of this entire gimmick. Hey, hey, uh, I know you weren't watching, but do you remember? I say, do you remember when I just said you weren't watching? But he was a commentator on Raw for like a month, and he was actually not bad. But Brock Lesnar f five him through an announce table, and then they never brought him back. Oh man, I'm I'm telling you, I like the guy, and I hate yeah. rotten stuff like Danhausen because one, it doesn't make sense to me, and I know this is like the weirdest thing for me to like, but I like it. It doesn't I like it too, man. It doesn't insult the ring work. It's just stupid backstage stuff. So they're posing with Otis, and Gable's like, "Oh come on, man." And then uh, Gable tries to take him away, and he's like, oh, well, we can pose. We can do poses. And then he breaks his camera or whatever. I don't know. Just the maximum male models is top shelf. I like that we have to hit all the high spots, and then we just bring up maximum male models because it's just such a it, – it's such a fan favorite for us, man. I, I like it. I don't see all. I don't see why they get all the hate online. I personally enjoy it. Otis is a match made in heaven for this group because he's unintentionally just naturally funny. I don't. I don't know what it is, man. But I like the guy. And w when we were in Birmingham for the Raw show, man, who got the loudest reactions out of the whole night? It was Seth Rollins and hmm. Let me just check. 
Otis. It was Otis. It was Otis. Otis got the loudest reactions of the night. I don't know, man. He just finds ways to get over. And see, he did it without a fun theme song to sing to like it, <laughs> like everybody else. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. It uh every maximum male models skit promo segment will be getting a shout out on the Scoop Slam podcast. Sorry to break news to everybody. It's not a that's not a um prediction, that's a spoiler. You beat me to it. But, that's exactly yeah. what I was about yeah. to say. <laughs> Is that all for all? Um Bianca and Chelsea Green had a match. I thought Chelsea Green looked okay. The afterbirth match segment post <laughs> it was uh it was real raw and blistered. I don't know. It made no sense. The build for Bianca and Asuka sucked. On water. Yeah. Started dancing. And then puked up I don't know. blue food coloring. Bro, the announcers are confused. The people in the arena are confused. Is anybody? Oh yeah, most. I'm confused at home watching it. I don't. I don't want to see this match at all. Other than the fact that I know that Oscar's good in the ring, nothing about this feud has pulled me to this match. No, it's pulling me to the bathroom for this match uh, at WrestleMania because I'm not gonna be in the room when it's going on. Well, I, I gotta make time to see almost and Brock Lesnar. Um, oh yeah, naturally. <laughs> And to close us up for Raw, KO and Solo had a solid street fight. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just... Damn, it was, yeah, it was anticlimactic to me. We saw it last week, honestly, so I just didn't care about it. KO took a wicked bump on the chair. It looked like it yeah, I did, I did see that, and I, it looked good the way they shot it and everything, and it didn't look too phony. Yeah. Yeah, but the rest, I don't know, man. It just didn't. It was anticlimactic ending to the show. Yeah. Well, short raw review. Short raw. And uh, it was. Oh, oh, a long raw. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Three hours. Long raw. Short <laughs> segments that I actually cared about. You got a rating for it? Ah, oh, man. Of five? 4.8, something like that. It wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Five. With, that, with no maximum male models. Four. Oh, we going? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's going down. Following that, on Wednesday night, the March fifteenth edition of AEW Dynamite to open Winnipeg. Yep, Winnipeg. Canadian crowds are always good, so the crowd was hot. Starting the show off, the AEW World Champion at, for his Rebar Mitzvah, and mm. he starts partying and doing the whole, you know bar mitzvahing stuff. I don't know. I've never been to one. Um, and then Jungle Vacuum interrupted and Sammy Guevara came out and Darby Allen came out and they all no Max, yeah. shut up and said their grievances Then they had some weird brawl after and Max went through the cake and then they all stared there and looked at each other. I was sports entertained. Hmm. Interesting. 
I didn't. You want to explain? Yeah, yeah. I'll go ahead because I know you ain't got a dang good thing to say about this one. Um, MJF was good. Jungle, Jungle Vacuum. You know, I think that one's gonna stick. Jungle Vacuum sucks. No pun intended. Um, just. I don't know, man. He doesn't sound believable. He's got no tone in his voice. I don't, don't like him. And his voice really doesn't fit him. Sammy is awful. So bad. Yeah. Insufferable. Yeah, that's a good word. Um, one of my slams is the fact that he used insider terms. I hate that. Job guy. Uh, bump guy for the JS. Why, why include that? How, how do you explain that? Hate it. I hate that. I thought Darby did a good promo. What? I liked the Darby promo. Bro need to go to a breathing coach because he had asthma throughout his whole promo. Did you notice that? He took a deep breath in between everything he said, Micah. That didn't bother you? That bothered me. No, it did. I never want to hear him talk again. <laughs> the, the breaths were... I don't... They were weirdly high-pitched, too. <laughs> he was out there dying. <laughs> oh. Anyways, um, yeah, I, I don't know. Get the man an inhaler or something. Maybe he was nervous. Maybe he was nervous, Ryan. He didn't have Sting to help him. Walk down the aisle. <laughs> Where is Sting? Um. Well, uh. Yeah. It's getting close to Easter. Okay. Oh, yeah. So God. maybe. Hey. I don't know. Hey, you think Max has some balls on him to go out there with all the tension with the Jewish community and just let out say, Judaism is the best religion in the world. Is he trying to make the crowd boo Judaism? <laughs> I, Is that what he was going for there? <laughs> I don't know. Do you, what was he going for? You know, <laughs> I don't know. That's a good point. <laughs> All the tension. I'll, Didn't matter. I'll go ahead and hit my scoops real quick. Um, or the actual scoops. The Sean and Brett reference I thought was funny. Because, you know, I'm a Sean guy. Sorry. Sorry, Dax and Punk. Sorry. Uh, the clap or you're an anti-Semite <laughs> that MJF said, I thought that was pretty funny. And lastly, I already touched on it. Darby cutting the best promo to me. Mm. And really just the downfall of Sammy Guevara is something that needs to be studied. Because I was, like, really interested in him when I first got into AEW. And I was like, okay, he's going to be the breakout guy of JAS or the inner circle. And then he had the TNT title run. And I was like, oh, okay, that's not too bad. And then it was awful. And now, if the JAS breaks up, where does he go? Rampage. Mm. That, no, that's too strong. Know, he's Dark. Man, he'll be back in this... He'll be back in the same place he's been at. I mean, when they broke up the inner circle, he was he was a TNT champion for a cup of coffee, and then he just floundered mm. after that. That was a gallon of coffee. Do you remember that? That was an awful rain. 
It wasn't the worst because Scorpio Sky did hold that title. That's true. And I mean, I, I, I don't have anything positive to say about Scorpio Sky. I'm sure he's a nice guy, but I don't want to see him on my television anymore. Well, when you put it like that, yeah. <laughs> I've got to agree. <laughs> I will. Um, just like Scorpio Sky, I'm sure you don't have anything positive to say about this segment. So, you nope. got any slams? I'm sure you got a lot. Yeah, I got a couple things. Uh, I touched on the asthma that Darby <gasps> had. Yeah, I touched on that. Bro, did, did I switch on 205 Live trying to watch Dynamite? Because all these vanilla midgets just ruined this segment for me. I didn't like it. Uh, the Sammy cutting the promo saying he worked at Whataburger like that's supposed to make me cheer for him remember remember when Steve Austin told us he worked at Burger King before he got a job in WWE remember that promo Micah well he talked about getting cut did he in WWE I know he did in ECW yeah he never talked about it on air man it's just I don't know these modern wrestlers telling us how much they sacrificed to become a wrestler that doesn't make me want to cheer for you. And I don't know, man. Sammy, I don't I don't see why he's a pillar. I don't see why Jungle Vacuum's a pillar. And Darby is only good if he's taking high risk bumps. Other than that, he should not be anywhere near a microphone. Uh yeah, man. It, just the way it was laid out, man. Everybody got 60 seconds to tell us why you should be number one contender when literally you have not gotten any promo time on this show over the last four years. But I'm somehow supposed to take these guys seriously when they match up against the world champion on the show. I I didn't like it. Uh, yeah, man, this whole segment was a slam. Uh, all these guys suck. MJF is good. You know what? No. MJF should have took a bump into the cake, man. You're the world champion. Can you imagine Roman getting thrown through a cake like that? Oh well, come on now. That's and he ran away too. That what a punk. That made that didn't. I didn't but like that's that his either. gimmick. He's the the chicken crap heel. Flair never did anything like that. Oh well. Uh, who was man. champ before Roman? Give me some more recent examples. It's better than Kenny Omega saying 69 me, Don, while he's the world champ. Bro, he's not been... Well, yeah. Okay, <laughs> but... Still, though. That's not anything to... I, that's not a hot bar jump over, Michael. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I thought that it was entertaining. The... I didn't like the, no, Max, I'm gonna talk, and they all three did that. That bothered me. It was... And Darby was willing to drop out of school for changing his... <laughs> did, you, did you hear that story, though? They, he dropped out of school because the teacher told him to change one part of his assignment. Well, it just it wasn't, it wasn't for him. What an idiot. Oh, God. That makes me want to cheer him. <laughs> I, I can understand the you telling the sacrifices that you have to make, um, but to a point... I just don't think that, I don't know, like. Makes you look like a normal guy. It 
doesn't make you look larger than life, you know? I think it's different if you talk about, like, maybe an injury that you went through or a backstory, you know? Like, if Jungle Boy was like, well, he was probably wrestling when his dad passed. I was going to say, he could have used that for fuel, you know? You know, like, wrestling got me through the passing of my father, and to see you disgracing this industry by cheating all the time... I just don't like the modern wrestlers always using that trope. Like, oh, I had to live off tuna sandwiches and and peanut butter crackers and water while, while wrestling for $5 on the end. I don't care, man. You don't think wrestlers in the 80s did that? Wrestlers in the 90s? No, they just didn't talk about it. Wait, are you getting, you want to feel sorry for you? I just... How is that endearing you to the audience? I see your point to a point, a lot of points, but uh, I I disagree. I think if it's got the correct delivery, then it would be okay. But you know, I had to work at Whataburger. Like, no, I wouldn't say that. But <laughs> yeah. Well, um, the show didn't go much further after that. Blackpool Combat Club and the Dark Order and Hangman had a match. I didn't watch this. I don't care for this feud. It should have ended at Revolution, and I'm not sticking around to see the rest of it. You 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 agree? Got any, <laughs> anything different to say about that one? Nah, I just um, I like that the the BCC is um a heel now. That's pretty cool. I like that. I guess that's true. Jade no. beat up a job girl and Taya Valkyrie debuted. I've never seen Taya Valkyrie before, so you'll have to key me into that one. I I'm glad they put her name on her um entrance. Not entrance, but the little Ta Titantron because I I did I didn't know who that was for a sec. I had heard rumors online. That's the only reason I knew. Because it was like, well, there's only like three big Canadian named professional wrestling women. So, and it's not going to be Natalia. So, who's it going to be? I just, I think of that Snoop Dogg clip that always circles. If, like on TikTok, he just uh has that loud, who? <laughs> that's, that's what I thought of when she came out. Well, she was in WWE, wasn't she? in NXT, bro. Nobody watched it. Oh. Well, speaking of things that people don't <laughs> want to watch, QTV. Oh, you were blowing my phone up about this segment. <laughs> and I was going to give it a shot. Were you? The shot was given. I don't know, man. It was like an old TMZ show, like you said. I didn't. You were like, "Have you seen that old TMZ show?" And I was like, "No." But then when I seen this, I was like, "Yeah." The focus felt like it was on the girl more than anything. Cause she. Just, I didn't know who that was. I don't know who it was either. She just kept talking the whole freaking time, and it just felt really fake. Wardlow. It wasn't funny. Yeah. Well, there was one part. I just don't remember the line, but something cracked me up. It wasn't a Batista joke. That was okay, but there was another one that I thought was what funny. Was, was it the Vince impersonation? No, it wasn't that it either. Was that was bad. 
you know, what is cute? Uh, I know he trains, but what is he there for? He wrestled on the house show tonight. Oh, really? I didn't even, he did. I didn't even know that was tonight. They were they were near us, Micah. They're in Troy. Oh, really? Oh no, Troy, Ohio. <laughs> Speaking of, nah, man. Oh, hold up, now let me touch on this. Okay, real quick. okay, go ahead. I gotta say something about that got... house show in a second. Oh, okay. Um, the, the this just reeked of mid card to me, man. And this is Hobbs' fate now. Wouldn't it have been cool if, like, starts and Hobbs and uh, you could have kept Darby in, I guess. Wouldn't that have been better than Guevara and Jungle Vacuum coming out to interrupt Max? Wouldn't that have been a lot better, Micah? Yeah. Or Wardlow. Well, we got – we got – who? Get him up out of here. Oh, come on. We got Hobbs. Well, Hobbs is going to be on the same bus if he keeps on doing this. This it wasn't funny. Didn't land for me. This is Hobbs' new gimmick. Remember the Book of Hobbs? Yep. Remember that? Well, that got dropped for this, apparently. And QT is just making a bunch of enemies online with all the dirt sheet writers by calling everybody out. He could have had a, a Hall of Pain-esque thing with that Book of Hobbs, but instead... We got this. He, he looks uncomfortable doing it. He doesn't look like he's having fun. <laughs> Would you? Would you be comfortable? No. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be a part of it. Well. <laughs> See, that doesn't work for me, man. I'm not doing that. And Starks look like he's in the same boat later cutting a promo on. Who, who the heck is he feuding with? Oh, come on now. You talking about I Rock Hard? Oh, yeah, Rock Hard. Man, he did not look like he wanted to be there. And that. I don't know what they're doing with these guys. I thought the promo was okay by Ricky, but I see your point. He didn't look. He didn't. Oh, he looked bored. <laughs> he looked bored. He like something pissed him right off right before that promo. <sighs> yeah, that's that's like, that's my honest reaction to this segment. <sighs> yeah. Go go ahead and say what you're gonna say about the house show. <laughs> yeah, so we can get off of this. Um. The last thing I want to say is I, I feel like Hobbs doesn't have somebody speaking for him so he can be like, I, I just get this feeling from Hobbs, just from stuff I've seen outside the ring or anything like that, that he is just very, like, okay to do whatever, and I think that's to his detriment because I don't think he has anybody looking out for him, obviously. And I probably would say the same for Ricky, especially because Cody's not there anymore. Aren't, weren't they punk guys? Yep. Well, there you go. It all makes sense. It, it all comes back to Mr. <laughs> Brooks. Anyways, that house show. I read something online the other day that apparently Moxley was pissed that he got booked for that house show because he wanted to do some indie show. Yeah, I can buy it. Sir, do you not realize that this company is bigger than anything else? And, you know, it's a, like, I don't know, man. That just, it, it pissed me off when I read that. You would rather go work at some mud show where somebody's going to get hit over the head with a light tube 
than work for your multi-million dollar national TV company who's paying you millions of dollars and, you know, not that I'm saying that I disagree with his decision, but, you know, let you kind of walk out and go to rehab and didn't do anything about it? Yeah, that's what he wanted to do, man. He wanted to go work for a hot dog and a handshake when the company that's paying him millions of dollars to work uh, 30 nights a year is wanting him to do a house show all of a sudden. Uh, I'm not saying that he shouldn't have went to rehab. That's not what I mean. But him just like up and leaving and going to rehab, you know, that's nice of Tony Khan to not be like, oh, well, that kind of sucks. Maybe that's, you know, maybe that's blunt, (laughs) but do you understand what I'm saying? I get it. I get you. I get you. But I think he's probably a little peed off that Tony Khan is uh, took away his freedom to do GCW shows and all those other garbage wrestling shows. Well, you know, maybe but, man, go kissing guys who have their hands in their pants and making a mockery of AEW and the wrestling business as a whole. And well, maybe you might could still do some GCW shows, but no, you can't control yourself. Or bleeding on every show imaginable. That probably doesn't help either, man. I mean, do you think they have any doctor to test these garbage wrestlers for hep C and God knows what else? Probably not. Gonorrhea. Gonorrhea. You name it. They probably got it. (laughs) Anyways, yeah, that was just a small thing I wanted to talk about because, I don't know, it's like this company has been good to you and, ah, you're asking me to work a house show? Dang it. How dare dare you? Well, speaking of things that piss me off, Cassidy versus Jeff Jarrett was after Mm. this. And it was for the AEW International title. Yeah. Yeah, I almost called it the All-Atlantic. Cassidy won, much to my discretion. Oh, yeah. Leveled up with a Shazam plug i don't even know what i mean i watched the first match or i watched i watched the first shazam (laughs) boy this is getting real bad (laughs) i watched the first shazam but what the crap does that have to do with leveling up i don't know they did it though (laughs) the belt looked the same too did it not yeah they just changed the name like where the all atlantic part it just says international okay it's better name though I guess. I don't I don't want it. I mean they got like thirty titles on the show. Oh, come on. Sorry, it's one AM. Um <laughs> come on now. They they don't have that many titles. It feels like it, man. I don't know. What let me say this, cause why is Orange Cassidy on the TV every week? What happened to the TNT title? That's the TV title. Is this the TV title? No. Feels like it. He's on it every week. Why? Never missed the show. He has the same he match. <laughs> he does, yeah. You know why. Oh, well. Up to 3 a.m. drinking with old TK. Drinking. 
Well, snorting, <laughs> snorting, drinking. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever suits those uh, hooligans. Um. Anyways, man. Uh. Yeah. Do you got anything positive to say about this match? No, I hate Aubrey. Uh, Jeff should have won. Orange Cassidy sucks. I don't want to see him. Didn't watch it very closely. Jeff Jerry had a scoop slam. I did see that. Okay, yeah. That was a positive. I did see that. And I like the yeah. sharpshooter. Mm. Other than that, yeah. I, like you said, I didn't like that Jeff Jarrett lost. Aubrey's... I didn't, I didn't like... Yeah, Aubrey just came out of... So, let me get this straight. If you were going to bring... That sets a bad precedent for other matches, does it not? Why not just have a second referee at ringside if you can just storm the curtain and stop a guitar shot like that? She he didn't even use the guitar. Why does she feel the need to come out to stop him? Well, wasn't there a ref bump? Oh, you know, Jeff Jarrett match is going to be a ref bump. <laughs> I didn't think about it until you said that, but there is always a ref bump. Um, I mean, I didn't think it didn't make any sense because there's always, like, if the ref goes down, then another ref coming out makes sense because that's always happened in wrestling. But I just didn't like her little power walk and her little determined face. Like, I'm going to come down here and set order. I it just bothers me. She bothers me. She does too much. They book her, they book her pretty strong, too, Michael. Well, she's in every Jericho match. I don't, like... People liked the referees because of how good of a referee they were. If you're a good referee, you'll get over. Just like Lil Nate or Mike Kyoto. Mike Kyoto never had any angles, never did anything crazy. He just did his job, clocked in and clocked out. That's all you need to do <laughs> as a referee. Yeah. But uh, I don't know, man. I didn't notice it till you started pointing it out, but now you got me on the train. She sucks. Worst referee in wrestling. I take the corpse referee. Um, what's his name? Rick Knox. The one that's always yeah, Rick Knox. I take him over Aubrey. At least he stays out the way. Well, yeah, but he don't do any. He might as well not be there at all. <laughs> and the last thing was Cassidy got clocked with that little golden globe, and then just. Kicked out and home, oh, but oh, he, he one punched Jeff Jarrett. Come on, man. Are you surprised? No, but I mean, dang, pissing my mouth while my disbelief's down there, and I'm trying to pick it back up. <sighs> you know, I I don't think I like this show as much as I thought I did. The Outcast segment. <laughs> oh Lord, <laughs> what are they trying to be, man? <sighs> um, flipping off everybody. Got the that. green spray paint. Their name is a ripoff of the Outsiders. They have the little flannel tied around their waist like they're Ravens flock. Oh, what are what are they? What who are they? What is this? You know me. <laughs> you don't oh. know me. <laughs> I hated it, man. I just, none of them are really a good promo. And then Soraya said twat. I thought that was kind of funny. Um, but then she was like, I'm getting angry, Tony. Take it from here. 
okay. What? None of them can cut a good promo. The only decent women's promo out of this entire uh, amalgamation of women that were involved in this segment is Brit, and that's on the line sometimes. I don't mind the green. What really bothers me is the outcast name because it's so close to the outsiders. But, Micah, the green is like the exact green of DX. You couldn't have picked a different shade of green? No, that's true. Well, uh, let's do yellow. I don't know. Safety green or something? Oh, you just, you're just like that because of Walmart. <laughs> hey, man, look. The whole thing, you guys are neckbeards and... We used to work for WWE. Boo us. Oh, God. Terrible. Garbage. I hate this whole feud. This nonsensical. Uh, is Paige the biggest waste of money in AEW history? Whoa, hold on now. That's taking in a lot of real estate. Bro, she's got to be getting paid like the most out of all the women wrestlers, right? She has to be. Oh. Uh... She got the biggest name value. She had to be getting paid the most. And she had a uh, career-ending neck injury, so I'm sure it took a lot of money for her to get out of retirement. Hmm. Biggest waste of money. Biggest waste of money in AEW history. I'm trying to... I'm I'm honestly trying to justify this. You might be right. Jeff? Jeff Hardy? He had a a month long... Come on. (laughs) Okay, uh, I put Jeff a little bit above Soraya's run right now, but I don't know, man. This isn't working for me. I was gonna say, like, I bet some people would say Punk, but you you have to admit he did draw some houses. Like, come on now. Yeah, come on, man. That's just delusional. You think that I'm the biggest Phil Brooks hater in the world of 2023, oh, but even I can admit, <laughs> even I can admit his value to the promotion. But Paige does not, she doesn't gain, in, well, not she, the promotion doesn't have any added value by putting her on the show. I mostly hate the the middle finger thing. It just, oh my God, like, please find another way to get heat. Please, I beg you, do something what? else. Well, Micah, she called us neck beards. You're not mad at that? Well, I I tend to shave. <laughs> yeah, I flip flipping people off and calling them twats and neck beards and WWE references. I not for me. Who is it for? And I'm being I'm being hundred percent honest. Who is this for? Who enjoys this? Well, I don't know, man. The diehard fans seem to really love it. I guess. Well, the diehard fans were out. And they were all over the place for this next match. The Elite versus the House of Black versus the JAS in a triangle trios triple threat title match. I just felt like saying a bunch of crap. Uh, Yeah... 
I watched this because I was like, I really hadn't watched any of the other matches on here. Do you have anything positive to say about this? Because if not, I'll go ahead and go. Or did you even watch it? Because I know it's the Bucks and we don't always watch their stuff. Uh, I watched the entrances. They were cool. Okay. Yeah. Were they? Chris, Jer- well, Jericho got a big pop. People sung his song and he did a little pose at the end when the last chorus hit. Uh, carry on my wayward son. That was good song. Kansas. Yeah, Kansas. I don't know what the song's called. What, what's the song called? Wayward Son. <laughs> I think it is. I think it's Carry okay, On well, My Wayward Son. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, that was, yeah. I like that song. Uh, what else? House of Black. They got the spooky stuff. So you're just saying, uh, <laughs> you're saying the generic thing that happens every week with all of these guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, yeah. I'll go ahead. That's all I got, okay, I'll, That's all I'll run us down real quick. I thought that this was one of the better Young Bucks matches. I enjoyed it. Here's why, and here's my only justification they had to sell because they had to get out of the way for other guys to do things because there was so many people in this match. So I thought that was probably why. It was on, and I wasn't insulted by anything. There was a couple spots, obviously. Like I said, it was the the Young Bucks match. Um, But the right people won. The crowd, two of my slams, was the crowd was extremely flat when the House of Black won. I know it was the hometown of Kenny and Jericho, and I don't know what all that played into it, but... They didn't give a crap. Like, it was like one, two, three, and then there was a brief moment of complete silence, and then their music hit. No one cared. And why would you? They haven't done anything since they came back. And, well, yeah. I mean, let's call it or anything back. before. Anything before either. Yeah. What is Malachi nine? His two year, has it been two years? Probably a year and a half run with the company other than the Cody feud he's had no other feuds god I don't remember any feuds that he's been in he hasn't had any feuds one on one him and Cody that's it him and Miro had something brief but it never had a payoff was that a feud kind of I don't well Boy, Miros, wouldn't that have been good if he would have confronted MJF and his rebar mitzvah? Wouldn't that have been good? Yeah, I would have liked that. They would have got over with me, yeah. pal. Well. They can't <laughs> have that. The ending, did you see this? Uh I remember Julia is that her name? Julia? Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. I'm talking about oh. after the match. Oh no, I didn't see. It, my stream cut off. I hadn't, and okay. you know, a nefarious stream. Well, those evil cable masters, whatever you want to call them, I don't know. <laughs> um. So after or in the middle of this match, the camera cuts to backstage, and the BCC and the Dark Order and Hangman are all brawling. 
and <laughs> they all the brawl oh wow hold on <laughs> the brawl for all leads through the entranceway down to the ramp as the match finishes so then hangman yeah. gets cornered by the bcc and he runs into the ring and there's the elite standing there and they're like they've they've got their their mad faces on and they look like they're about to defend hangman adam page while the bcc stands there and he's caught in the middle of them and then the blackpool combat club backs down and hangman turns around and realizes that the elite were looking like they were going to defend him and everybody was like oh my god the story to the elite oh my god the bloodline can never wwe this is the greatest long-term storytelling shut up i oh my god like it it aggravates me man it makes me fighting mad this story is not that good no <laughs> it's just it's just not it's not i'm sick of hangman adam page the dark order sucks their job guys i'm sorry and they re-signed Stu what? grayson let's go ahead and That's raise some more money I was just about to say, why did they resign that guy? <laughs> Cut him for a reason, but sure, let's bring him back because it's all friends. Uh, man, what did okay after Hankman got out of that feud with the Elite? What did he do? Treaded water. Had an all right feud with Danielson. After that, nobody cared. What is going to happen now? I mean, seriously, are Hankman and Kenny going to team up again? Are they all, they're going to be the hung bucks? Like, come on. You know he is going to have a place on this show. Whether you or me, whether we like it or not, he's going to have a place on this show. If he's on a contract, he's going to be doing something. I wish Punk was here so he could kick him off again. Bro, man. He called out Punk in a live promo, and he got no repercussions for it. He's not – he's going to be doing something on the show at all times. doesn't matter if Phil Brooks comes back or not. I don't know. I think the elite fan base makes me more mad than anything about them as performers on the TV. It just – it pisses me that, off that they're like, oh, they're better than the bloodline. Their storytelling is amazing. Being the elite sucks. Their segments yeah. suck. They can't cut promos. None of them. Hangman is the best promo out of any of them. And I mean, I don't, I don't even know what metaphor to compare that to. But he's supposedly a cowboy, but wears butterflies in his pants and hates violence with a passion. And he's anxious because that's what I want to look for in a hero. And he's a recovering alcoholic as well. Oh well. Yeah. And he had friend. He had he's best friends with the job guys and a eight year old boy, for some reason. Well, now you just, uh, just sold me, bro. And I'm just I don't want these. Please God, Kenny Omega, please, Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, resign with AEW. No, please. no, get him out. Of, send him to Stanford. No, please do not pollute my company with this garbage. I don't want to. No, stay where you're at. Please, stay where you're at, man. Do what you want to do on Rampage. Wear all the basketball gear you want. You can 
You can sing your song every single week. Carry on your wayward son. I please just stay put. Got a nice new contract for you right here. Omega is better without the Bucks. Like he would probably be tolerable if he was not involved with them at all. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. Maybe for the first night he shows up, people will pop. But then when he opens his mouth, week in and week out, people are gonna realize, boy, this guy really sucks. Cause man, I lived through it. His AEW championship reign, it was not good. He can't talk. He's not a good promo. Don Callis had to do majority of his promos. He's not he's not that guy. At least he felt like a champion though. That's more than that could be said for Hangman Adam Page. He played second fiddle his all run. Well, when you line them up side by side, uh, okay, I guess I'll take Kenny, but I'd rather not have either. <laughs> I guess that's true. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, yeah. Uh, anyways, that was Dynamite. Dynamite was, it, it came and it went. Dynamite was definitely not Dynamite this week. It's a good analogy. Yeah, um, I worked hard on it. What you got a rating? <laughs> no, I didn't like it. <laughs> That's all. I'm gonna give it a five, man. <laughs> it was just like raw, except it wasn't three hours. I didn't have any scoops for that show, man. So I can't give it anything other than a dud. <laughs> well, SmackDown was on Fridays. We got some... opening up SmackDown was again Cody Rhodes. The American Nightmare. And he was out here. Feels like a big deal. Big pop. Pyro. The whole nine yards. Calls out Kevin Owens. Calls out Sami Zayn. Wants to be the mediator for the both of them to make up. So, for your scoops, what you got? Uh, I didn't really make note of this segment. I mean, I thought they did a better job in the ending segment. It was... It, I mean, it was, he he did well trying to be peacemaker, but, you know, it's pretty much the same stuff. You know, Sammy wanting KO to forgive him and KO being hesitant. But. I, I felt the same way. It was kind of – they were doing some of this stuff on Monday, so it just felt the same. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, well, we've already hit off basically all the Cody stuff. I don't know. We kind of recycle the same stuff every week about Cody because it's like, oh, well, he's over. And that's usually just what I mean. I don't. That's more than can be said for like 90% of the guys on the roster now. So, yeah. Um, but it was a good segment to start off SmackDown. A good build to the final segment. Yeah. Rey Mysterio and, well, not Rey, Dom and Rhea had a match against Legado del Fantasmo. Obviously, Mysterio and Rhea won. Dominic got on the mic, started talking his junk. You know, you missed holidays. You missed my birthday. You missed Christmas. So then Ray comes down, and I thought that this was the best back-and-forth promo that they've had for this feud because Dom yeah. made some valid points, but at the same time, especially, I don't know, I guess somebody who... I don't really have a family, but, like, I have a wife and dogs. Um, you can kind of reason with, like, I did this to give you a life and give my wife a life and your sister a life. 
And I know I wasn't there, but there was a reason for that. So I, I feel like that was good because it kind of humanized the whole thing. Dom is the heel, and like he's a prick, and you know that. But you can see both sides of this. Yeah. Ray sounded genuine when he was talking to Dom, too. I, I think Ray's nowadays, he's really underrated on the mic. He, uh, he comes across well when he speaks. Definitely better than he used to be. Yeah. Which, I mean, shoot, he's been doing it for, good Lord, is it almost 30 years now? Uh, you mean in WWE or you talking about just wrestling? No, just like, because he debuted in WCW in 96, so three. But he was wrestling when, he's wrestling like going back to 1990. Golly, man. It's a wonder he can still move like he can. Yeah, it's crazy. Them stem cells he did, they work in wonders. Well, good for him, man. So, keeping with the trend of the Judgment Day and Rhea and Dom, Mysterios, all that good stuff, Charlotte was in the ring a little later, and she was cutting a promo talking about how, um, you know, that Rhea hasn't made it yet. She's not quite there uh, she had some kind of line she kept saying over and over again. That was kind of the point of her promo. But to be 100% honest, I do not remember it. She brought up at the beginning of the promo that um, going back, you know, 30 years ago, the, the Rhodes was chasing for the title and the flair has the title. I don't know, man. She made like an analogy, and I was like, dang, that is. I mean, I didn't think about it like that. Yeah, Dusty Rhodes' son and Ric Flair's daughter is on the same show, and you know, it's just it's pretty cool to think about. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna lie, I don't think I, maybe I wasn't paying that close enough attention as I thought I was. It is crazy, though, when you think about it like that. Yeah, Rick's daughter and Cody's, or Dusty's son are the top stars in the company, really. I would say Charlotte's yeah. the biggest female star. Yeah, maybe Rhonda, but oh, God. I know we don't, we don't, well, she is more mainstream than Charlotte Flair, come on. I guess, but. Come on now. <laughs> she might not even be on the card for WrestleMania. It's, yeah, yeah, she may. She may not. Are you really going to shed a tear? No, I hope she gets cut. Um, okay, come in on. In April. <laughs> Anyways, Rhea came out a little later, and, you know, she said some good stuff about how she was going to avenge her loss, and she was going to basically kind of set a new era for herself. And then they had a brawl after, and it wasn't bad. My my slam, or my scoop was I thought Rhea looked solid. My slam was that the brawl lasted so long. Like, it just really overstayed. And you can't tell me that those women can fight through five men. Like, come on now. Nah. Yeah, they had to make up all the lost time, man. The build has been subpar until now. Now it's a little better. I saw something online the other day that said, had Liv not lost to Ronda and then Ronda eventually loses to Charlotte, 
the build for Liv and Rhea would have made so much more sense because, you know, they... What? No, hold on. Hear me out. You know, they used to be tag team partners. And didn't they have a match at WrestleMania last year? Tag match, yeah. But see, now, and then they would have the dissension, and, you know, they eventually split up, and now they can come back, and... Stop it. Come on. It would be better than this. I don't know about that. <laughs> well, I don't know, man. I think I would be. not be in favor of that. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't be in favor of that. Didn't Rhea? Wasn't Rhea tag partners with Nikki, too? Wouldn't Nikki? Okay, well then, let's have whoa, Nikki whoa, and Rhea. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on now. Well, they were tag champs. Yeah, but now you're going too far. I don't want Nikki Cross oh, anywhere so, so, so. near my TV. Wouldn't Nikki be more mad? She was actually tag champs with Rhea. <laughs> Wasn't Liv and Rhea tag champs? I don't think so. Well, uh, I don't know. I mean, this isn't great, but it's better than the Raw stuff, like we said earlier, but, I mean, shoot. <laughs> That's like, you know, being a spare prick at the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, yeah. It's, you know, when you're comparing it to Oscar versus Bianca, I mean, it's looking like Warrior versus Hogan, man. Okay, let me let me do one better. It's like comparing uh, it to the Job Squad versus Right to Censor. Okay, yeah. That's actually pretty entertaining, man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we're wrong on that one. Anyways, yeah, uh, it was here, and it went. And yeah, it was a pull-apart brawl. Did you see the Hollywood vignette after, though? I didn't. I didn't catch it. What? Which one was it? It was Stranger Things, and it was Rhea as Eleven, and she, like, oh, crushed man. a Coke can or whatever. It was, I liked it. I thought it was nice. Dang. I gotta watch it. I, I missed that. If I didn't catch the end of it in a commercial break as I was skimming through, I would have missed it. That's what I did. <laughs> That's what I did. I was skipping through stuff. So, I I enjoy the Hollywood vignettes. They're corny, but that's what they're there for. Well, we still gotta get the Roman one where he's uh, Sopranos. Uh, they've got to. If they don't do that, that's a wasted opportunity. Uh, they, filmed, they filmed it. I saw the little snippet of it. Oh, Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, then, yeah. I need to see that. Pronto. Yeah, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna get it. Put it out, Hunter. Pause. Drew and Sheamus. Wow. <laughs> uh, for the Intercontinental Championship match at WrestleMania to see who will fight Gunter. Uh, I liked the match. The ending was really predictable. Yeah. You got any Very much so. slams or just a general thought? Uh, it was a solid match. Gunther looked like a beast, you know, laying out Drew and Sheamus at the end there. But yeah, slam for the predictable booking, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't terrible. I, I did predict it months ago, but it's still going to be a good match. I'm not doubting that at all. I just. 
I've already seen Gunther and Sheamus, and not to like knock it that it was bad because I really liked it, but it just—I don't think I'd rather see Drew and Sheamus. In all honesty, I would have not Drew and Sheamus, freaking Gunther and <laughs> Drew. Boy, <laughs> I would rather have seen Gunther and Brock. To be a hundred percent honest with you. Well, yeah, we'll probably get that at SummerSlam. I'm here for it. Uh, it would be better than almost having to be on my TV. Hey, Drew and um, not Drew, Sheamus and Gunther. I thought that their match at Clash was probably top three of the year. You didn't like that? No, I did. It was really good, but they're not gonna top it. That environment oh, added to it. The WrestleMania environment, yeah. I don't think it's going to be the same. Not that it's going to be bad. I'm just saying, I'd rather leave that as like a memory. Like, a well, once, one night in, uh, where were they again? Um, Wales. Yeah, one night in Wales, Sheamus was like 2010 Sheamus all over again. And he was over, and I just don't think that, ma I don't think this match is going to live up to that. So I would have rather seen Drew and Gunther. Yeah. So, to close us up. Dang. People are partying next door in my apartment. Can you hear that? Bro, it is two in the morning. What are these I don't hear it. Degenerates doing? What are these degenerates doing at two in the morning? I, I heard a car pull up and the alarm honk, but that was about it. Well, that's two in the morning. Well, let's go home. Sami Zayn and Jay Uso face to face to close up SmackDown. So this was for the first time that they've came face to face since the turn. And Jay basically admitted that he never trusted Zayn. And then he was like, you know, this is my family. I would never turn on them. Jay attacked. Uh, Sammy, Jimmy runs out, and then Kevin Owens returns to the arena, beats the piss out of the tag team champions, cleared the ring, embraced Sami Zayn, so they have made up now, and then they randomly cut to the back as uh, Cody Rhodes was watching on, and then that was pretty much it. So, I thought it was really good. I liked it. Uh, it's best, yeah. probably the best segment all week. Maybe aside from the Cody promo on Raw, but I hate that this isn't going to main event night one. It should, man. It really should. The biggest pop of the whole entire week in all of the companies was a hug between Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. They they chanted that to open up the show. They were chanting, hug it out. Bro, you would have think Austin would have came out with the pop they got. Like, it was nuclear. I had to... Man, I, might, I almost went deaf because I had my AirPods in, but they... Yeah, man, that, that was that was a sight to see. They, Big scoop for that, for that hug. <laughs> Big scoop for the hug. Never thought I'd say this well, on this podcast. They had a uh, just a, a running thing here with the Bloodline segments. Like when I think about the Bloodline big moments of the story, think about 
the Sammy turn at Rumble. Think about the Sammy Elimination Chamber. Jay kicking him the other night. This hug. They all have like major pops. Huge the, pops. The, um, what was it? The, the defense of Sammy Zayn on Raw 30? Yeah. That too. Yeah, they got the nuclear pop when, um, when Jay took his side. I mean, it's like mic rattling pop. You know what I mean? And that's just, that doesn't happen these days in wrestling. The last time I can think of that is honestly stuff that involved Punk in AEW. Like when he came back and I didn't watch the feed when he won the title, but I know in that arena it was loud. Well, Micah, what about, what about when the elite had a stare down with the the BCC on, on Wednesday? Hangman was... won the world title. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, we can't we can't uh just undermine Cody's involvement in this story too. You know, we make fun of Cody about all the the cliches and the the white meat baby face stuff, but it works. It is it's kind of endearing me to Cody Rhodes, man. I and I can't say that. I could have predicted that going all the way back to the house, not the house show, but the dynamite we went to in October Ooh. of 2021, wasn't that? Yep. Yeah. Can't, I, I can't believe this is the same guy. He's just one of those same guys that, like Jericho, honestly, his segments fit better on Raw, and that's not necessarily a bad thing because I like some of those segments, and they could work in a dynamite environment but they need fine tuning and those kinds of guys need reining in cody and jericho and the people that have decent ideas but let too many things get off the rails need a a triple h or events or a writing team to fine tune the stuff and make it come across better a guy like punk for the most part, a guy like MJF can do his own stuff, and it doesn't get way too out of hand. Except for the, the sing-along that they have with Jericho and MJF. Oh, hey, I, I was a fan. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bro, if we had a podcast back then, oh, my God. I wasn't even watching AEW at the time. I don't remember what I was doing, but I was at... Uh, my mother-in-law's house and I was flipping the channels and I had heard briefly of AEW because my brother and like I knew it existed but I was changing the channels and I turned on to Chris Jericho and MJF sitting at the table and I was like what is this I was like is that Chris Jericho (laughs) and then it broke into like an interpretive song and dance and I remember my wife who if you would have told her then that she would be jumping up and down at a wrestling event when freaking CM Punk wins the title. She shot me the look of death. Like, you like this? This is like wrestling? This is what you like? And I just thought it was hilarious. But I knew nothing Mm. about the story. Mm. Well, I probably would have had to take a week off if we were doing podcasts back then, man, because I was so... I. I don't think I watched Dynamite a lot after that. But well, 
<laughs> do you still watch it a lot? <laughs> well, we do a podcast, you know. I, I catch it. If you did, if we didn't do the podcast, would you watch it? At this point, no, mm. no, <laughs> no, not even close. I probably watch NXT honestly instead of Dynamite. Oh come on now! <laughs> I'm not joking, man. I would probably watch. You want to talk about goofy segments? NXT is doing it weekly now. Yeah, I ain't watching all that. I ain't reading all that. <laughs> well, this has been the Scoop Slam Podcast Super Show, Andre the Giant Show, the high spots of the week. Hopefully, <laughs> we're going to try and be on track next week. We'll see how far we get. Um, so, look next week for our Raw and Rumors show. And then the following weeks or the following days for the Dynamite and SmackDown review. We're going to try and get back on schedule. Man, I'm trying with this new job, but working me like a working me like a like a sweatshop. Nah, I'm getting better acclimated. It's just it's 10 hour shifts and the last thing I want to do when I come home is watch 3 hours of Monday Night Raw. God, yeah, I think we might have to take, <laughs> we might have to skip Dynamite that week or something. Ooh. Anyways, uh, make sure that you follow us on the, <laughs> almost said the Twitter machine. Good Lord. <laughs> it would have worked. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Gonna try and get back at doing some of the TikToks to, uh, you know, hopefully engage some people, get some new fans coming in. But we appreciate you guys listening, and we hope you have a great rest of your day. Thanks for tuning in. Have a good one.